0: Palestine report on Sabah muslim with Mawlana Ibrahim Musa. <laughs> Mawlana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So there's now wide acknowledgement that Israel's war is not achieving any of its status, uh, stated goals. Totally, Ma. Well. We've got uh, convergence on this point, if you uh, want to put it that way, between the uh, what, what the Israelis are saying, or, you know, whether it's Israeli media, Israeli politicians, uh, Israeli security figures, uh, what the American intelligence assessments are saying, and obviously what uh, Palestinian resistance sources are saying on the ground. So, a number of reports over the weekend from American establishment establishment media, the likes of the Wall Street. the New York Times attesting to this particular point Uh, according to intelligence report an American intelligence report cited by the Wall Street Journal Hamas is still capable of fighting Israeli troops and launching rockets uh, into Israeli controlled areas it says for months so this particular intelligence assessment saying that Hamas has only lost about 20 to 30 percent of its fighters since uh, October the 7th and the Israeli onslaught began. And significantly, uh, the paper quotes uh, an Israeli military official, a senior Israeli military official, saying that uh, Hamas is not unlike previous, uh, previous rounds where it would, uh, you know, consider success, the fact that it's still standing. It says Hamas's goal this time, even at this point in the conflict, is not to lose. But rather, or to survive the conflict, but rather to win. So those who have been killed uh, from the Hamas forces uh, hasn't stopped the progress of these battalions, where one person uh, might have to do the job of two or three uh, deceased fighters, but that is continuing uh, nonetheless. There's a lot of focus as well, Mona, on what is occurring in the north uh, through these particular reports, uh, the Israelis have declared victory uh, in areas of the north, saying they've decimated the resistance in these areas. But uh, even where the Israelis have destroyed large parts of the city, uh, cities in the north. Uh, The reports are saying that Hamas remains resilient. It is reasserting its authority by putting small groups of police and emergency services to uh, patrol the streets, Uh, and uh, they are obviously the de facto power uh, in large parts of Gaza despite the attempt to remove them uh, completely. So that's what uh, the Americans are saying. Uh, You have the Israeli military high command uh, also now publicly raising doubts about the feasibility of uh, the Israeli objectives in Gaza. Uh, they uh, say that Israel has established control over a far smaller part of Gaza in the war than it had originally envisaged. And uh, the the slow pace of operations has led some Israeli commanders to privately express their frustrations over the uh, government's strategy for Gaza. And this is quite significant, they're saying as the dual objectives of freeing the hostages and destroying Hamas are now mutually incompatible. This is not only coming from soldiers. You have Tadi Ashkenot, who is actually a member of the Israeli War Cabinet, who now says in the last few days that whoever speaks of absolute defeat of Hamas is not speaking the truth. And he says today the situation uh, is such that already in the Gaza Strip, uh, the goals of the war have not been been achieved. Then you have... Uh the, the acknowledgement, again, from Israelis that uh, the Hamas infrastructure or the resistance infrastructure is much more sophisticated than Israeli intelligence officers previously assessed. And they've even gone to say that the the length of the tunnels, even uh, though it was significant, what they uh, estimated to be is even higher than what they previously uh, estimated. The result of all of this is now that the Biden administration has uh, reportedly reduced their expectations for the war and urged Israel to change war tactics and rather carry out targeted operations against uh, Hamas leaders. Uh, And in the Israeli army, you have uh, the Israeli army now mulling the possibility of prioritizing the uh, release of captives uh, uh above the goal of dismantling the palestinian resistance which is a major major step down and it's uh, obviously major egg in the face for netanyahu and reportedly on the same score the united states egypt and qatar uh, are now pushing for a comprehensive p- plan that would end the war see the release of hostages and ultimately uh, they are hoping some of these parties a full normalization uh, with israel or with parties like saudi arabia uh, in exchange for the establishment of a Palestinian state. Obviously, it's uh, up to anyone's guess what all of that could mean. Uh, and practically, according to uh, you know, Palestinian military analysts, what this means is that uh, after declaring victory in areas of Gaza, we are now seeing the Palestinian resistance so many days or over 100 days into the war have actually managed to press the reset button, and are retaking the fight back to its very early days. The Hamas has published its version of the events of October 7th. Yeah, so uh, this document published in Arabic and, and English uh, yesterday, just uh, the key highlights and some comments on this. Uh, this uh, document obviously you know, frames uh, the, uh, the events of October the 7th in terms of its historical context, saying that this battle didn't start on October the 7th but started 105 years ago, uh, mentions the British, mentions the, the Zionists, the Nakba, the Gaza siege, the Great March of Return, uh, all the untold deaths uh, that were you know, unnoticed by the world, the failure of international institutions to bring uh, accountability, the failure of the peace process, uh, and then the attacks on Mesir al Aqsa, the right wing government uh, that was inaugurated in Israel, the plight of the Palestinian uh, prisoners. And after mentioning that, backdrop uh, it it goes on to ask the question uh what was expected of the palestinian people after all of these crimes decades of crimes should they keep waiting and uh, keep counting on the helpless united nations or should they quoting from the document take the initiative in defending the palestinian people their lands their rights and their sanctities knowing that defense is an, a right enshrined in international law. So, with what, what that is, as the backdrop and the question that it asks, uh, it, it then proceeds to give some of its uh, take, Hamas's take on what exactly occurred on October the 7th. It says that, uh, you, I, and I, I think for, for people who've been listening to the report and our reporting, this is not necessarily anything new. Uh, it says that the, the target was the military site, the Israeli so-called Gaza Division, and the objective was to capture soldiers. Uh, it, it, it obviously deals then with uh, any, any allegations about crimes that were committed against uh, Israeli civilians. Uh, it says avoiding harm to civilians, especially children, women, and the elderly is a religious and moral commitment by the Qassam fighters, uh, but it, uh, after seeing all of that, it says if any civilians were targeted. It happened accidentally, and in the cause of confrontation uh, with the occupation, uh, occupation forces, and due to the rapid collapse of the Israeli security and military system, and the chaos caused along the border areas of Gaza, so it does acknowledge that uh, you know some israeli civilians might have been caught up in this but is very resolute that these were not the target and then it goes on to again share these widely publicized accounts uh, that uh, come from israeli media as well as uh, you know uh, 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 um, media such as Mondaways and uh, the electronic intifada how israelis killed their own indiscriminately in the chaos how they attacked their own to be able to potentially stop Israelis being taken as uh, as hostage. This document also uh, then goes on to uh, you know question when Israelis talk about civilian casualties, are they indeed civilians or are they combatants who are armed? Uh, and it says that the Palestinian resistance is open to any kind of independent inquiry which they feel they will uh, be able to pass the test uh, that they didn't uh, definitively attack uh, Israeli civilians. So it's, it's it's a very readable document that appeals to a uh, broad scope of the international community, whether Muslim or not, uh, to be able to uh, understand the objectives of Hamas. From my side, I would feel uh, it draws on uh, you know established media reports, uh, but we don't really get too much of the insider picture so we you know this, this document would have added we could have got more out of this document if you know it quotes palestinians were part of that operation on october the 7th what did they encounter and that would give an entirely new, new perspective uh you know more than simply what we we get from uh, you know established media reports already from the outside and then tell us about the scandalously high bribes that Palestinians have to pay to get out of Gaza. So many Palestinians not necessarily want to flee uh, free Gaza at this moment in time, but uh, you know just take their families out to safety for a period of time. And we know the situation at the Rafah Rafah crossing wasn't. What uh, wasn't easy or wasn't uh, straightforward, even in times where freer movement was permitted. Uh, it was always a disgraceful setup uh, going through that particular crossing. Uh, under normal situations, uh, there would be a normal list where, uh, you know, people who don't pay anything would have to uh, be on that list. It would take longer for them to exit the border. And then there was a coordinated list where people who paid higher amounts of money were able to exit faster. Uh, This was under normal circumstances. Now, the bribe that they would have to pay under normal circumstances was just a few hundred dollars. But now reports are saying that this has now increased to five and six figure sums uh, this is in u.s uh, u.s dollars so uh the situation uh is is full of uh you know all, all kind of uh, brokers all kind of of corruption all kind of scams so according to multiple sources the fees uh, there's different tiers so two thousand dollars for children uh, and between $5,000 and $7,000 for adults. Let's put that in perspective. Uh, 40,000 rand for a child, 95,000 rand, uh, or between 95 and 133,000 rand for an adult. And the sum we've paid up to 190,000 rand per family member to get them out of, of Gaza. And who are the key players here? They are uh, military figures uh, directly related to the Israeli, uh, to the Egyptian army, and you know other questionable figures who are obviously capitalizing on this particular uh, situation. Uh, The Egyptians are furious about these reports that are now gaining traction in international media as well, and they are claiming that their officials in Rafah are just collecting fees in accordance. With uh, Egyptian law regulating border crossing operations, I don't know which border in the world uh, would require you to pay, you know, close to two hundred thousand dollars to exit, uh, two hundred thousand rand to, to to enter a particular country. But that's exactly what's happening here, and that's why uh, recently there was a video that circulated one of children uh, in in Gaza who were going, who were basically collecting supplies to uh, light a fire. For their families, and uh, they reference this fact that, you know, Egypt is called Ummud Dunya, uh, the mother of the world. And uh, these children very innocently said, they say that Egypt is the mother of the world, but have you ever seen a mother, a mother leaving her children a- alone? Hmm. Referring obviously uh, to the Egyptian regime. Uh, and it's, it's, it's uh, not just a case here of, leaving the children alone, but also capitalizing on the great suffering that uh, Palestinians are facing, unfortunately. May Allah ease their plight. Uh, Jazakumullah, Maraham, as always, for the update. Barakallahu <laughs> feekmah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu rahmatullahi That's uh, the Palestine Report for this week with Maraham Ibrahim Musa.